Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your podcast, Empower 305. This is your host, Victoria Sosa. Thanks so much for being with us today. Today, I have the great pleasure of speaking with City of Miami Fire Rescue Lieutenant Pete Sanchez, who happens to be also the spokesman for the department. Bienvenido. Thanks so much for giving us some of your busy time, which we know is very busy, and being with us today. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very honored to be here with you guys today. I look forward to speaking with you today about our department. This is a great show. I watch pretty much all the ones you guys do. So thanks for having me. Gracias. I am so excited to be, you know, being able to, to speak to you, especially because we see you all the time on TV mm -hmm. and we hear about, you know, what you, you guys are doing at the fire department. Uh, we hear that from you. You're like the messenger pretty much. But now I get to know a little bit more about what you do in the audience mm -hmm. and the city of Miami people that know your face. You know, mm -hmm. they, they are going to learn a little bit more right. about you. So let's start with the beginning. You know, okay. first things first. <laughs> you were born here in the city of Miami, right? Yep, I was born in Mercy Hospital, uh, and I lived in the city for most of my childhood. I lived in Shenandoah, uh, 16th Terrace and 19th Avenue. Oh, there you go. I was there for about 15 years, and I went to St. Peter and Paul right on 12th mm -hmm. Avenue. And even when I was in high school, I lived in the city. So the city is kind of just uh, in my blood, to be honest with you. How does it feel to work and, you know, be the PIO and be a fireman for the city that you were born, you know? Yeah, in? it's, it's, I smile because it's, it's super humbling. I mean, I drive into work now. I don't live in the city anymore, unfortunately, but I drive into work every day and I see where I work and where I serve and the community I serve. And it's just such an honor. It's such a pleasure because Again, I grew up there, so it's like going back home every day to work. Right. Mm. Pete, uh, what inspired you to become part of the fire department? Um, serving kind of has always been in my blood. Um, my, my godmother's husband, he was a fireman for over 33 years, and he always told me, it's a great career, it's very rewarding, you should do it. And then um, when I met my wife, she finally, she, she inspired me to continue To, to study and get my certifications and get ready to become a firefighter. So I did, I went to fire school, I went to paramedic school, all on my own, you know, uh, through Miami-Dade. And uh, once I had all my certifications, I started applying. Believe it or not, it took me about five years to get hired. Wow. Uh, because it was such a, a challenging and um, such a sought after career. Right. So when I got the call, I got the call from the city of Miami, which How was the best call ever. That? It was amazing, it was amazing, very exciting. Um, and I was happy to be able to go to the department I wanted to go to. There was other options, but this was my number one option. So I'm very blessed to be working for my number one option. And let me tell you, your wife is a very smart woman, you know, <laughs> for supporting you. And I'm sure she supports you to this day she because you're on call 24-7. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, she's always been supportive in everything I've done. Whenever I've come up with one of my ideas, she's like, <laughs> what do we got to do? I, I love was, that. I was just having a conversation with her on the way here about a decision we need to make together. And she's like, whatever we need to do, we'll make it happen. She's always been, she's the uh, the homemaker of my house. You know, she does everything. She's our rock. And uh, right. we have two beautiful kids, two boys, Nicholas and Dominic, 13 and nine. Okay. Full-time baseball players, so okay. so working 24-7, it makes it uh, challenging to be able to be at all their games, but I do my best. I have a lot of support here. My fire chief supports me. My predecessor, Captain Iggy Carroll, he supports me as much as possible, and I'm um, trying to fill his shoes that he that he created for 19 years here. Yeah. And, uh, He's a, he's a staple in the community. He People is. know who he is, and uh, I hope to do as good as a job as he's done. Uh, we lose him in a year, so he's mm -hmm. going to be gone, And uh, but I'll be calling him. I'll be calling of him course. often, uh, and uh, I'll have him on speed down. What's yeah. the most memorable advice that you have received from Iggy? 
uh, empathy, mm-hmm. empathy to the community. That's who we serve. That's who we talk to. And just be honest with them and always make sure you have the facts because right. you want to be a credible voice. You want to be you want to make sure to be trusted. Right. So when we get up in front of that camera, and we speak to the public and we ask you to please be prepared for a storm. Uh, what to do during an emergency. We want to be sure that we're credible and that people take us seriously. So, uh, And I'm constantly still learning from him. Uh, I'm constantly texting him, calling him because I know I have one year left only. So I'm doing my best to get as much and absorb as much as I can until he leaves. Let's talk about your role as a PIO because a lot of people maybe they don't understand, you know, that, right. uh, that term. So what is a PIO? So a PIO stands for Public Information Officer. So we are the ones that are in charge of disseminating the message out to the public, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever information there may be. But it's also uh, a role of of interaction with everyone. Uh, We're we're constantly working on the perception and image of the department, making sure Mm -hmm. that we're doing everything the way that it should be done, that we're engaging the community and any information that needs to get out, we get it out, whether it be fire safety, whether it be storm safety. Uh, we have seasons. We just got through all our festivals. We had uh, Coconut Grove Arts Festival, Gaiocho, and then Ultra, Ultra, our biggest event mm-hmm. of the year. It was a success. Thanks to Ultra and Miami Police and our planning. I mean, it was a, it was a successful event. And uh, now we're working into spring break and mm-hmm. we have swim safety, we have boating safety coming up and then unfortunately storm season. So yeah. we're constantly engaging, we're constantly working with the community, uh, getting our messages out, working on what it is that we need to get across to have the public safe and keep them informed. So information, information, right. information. And speaking <laughs> of that, how, what uh What kind of outreach programs does the Miami Fire Department has for the community? So we have several. We have several. Uh, We're very active on our social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, We recently had Captain Ruben Behar. He is now our content creator, and he's doing a pretty great job. Uh, I know you guys follow us, and we follow you, and we work together, which is a very important part in it, uh, the collaboration. We mm-hmm. collaborate with all entities of the city because we're just part of this huge uh, city and we work together. So um, they're doing a great job there with right. content creation, safety messages, videos, anything that you could think of, they're mm-hmm. constantly on there. Um, but we also have, uh, which we just rolled out last year, is our CERT program. Okay. Uh, that's Community Emergency Response Team. So that's basically, we look for volunteers that are citizens and we train them in basic skills training to be able to have them prepared for disasters. They're the frontline disaster response people that are outside in the public. Um, They can take care of themselves, their family and their neighbors and they help us raise awareness. So we train them in basic skills, uh, CPR, how to use an extinguisher, how to use a tourniquet. So we train them and we prepare them. They were just recently out in um, Ultra with us and they were out there engaging with the public and they're actually helping us uh, spread preparedness in disasters. Interesting. Um, they can actually, anybody that's interested, and we actually encourage mm-hmm. people to volunteer, um, they can check your website and the City of Miami website or miamigov.com backslash cert. And there it tells you all the information as far as who's eligible to do it, right. when the trainings are. We have a training coming up in March again now, which is done at a fire training center here in the Grove. And uh, it's done by Miami firefighters and we prepare you. So we're excited about it. They also have an Instagram page, Miami underscore cert. Uh, and there's more information on there. 
Very interesting. We also have um, our PAD program, Public uh, Access Defibrillation Program, and they're the ones that are responsible for putting the AEDs in all the buildings. An AED is an automated external defibrillator, which is uh, the device, right. the element that puts you, uh, we put patches on your on your chest and we make sure that um, it helps you determine if the person has a pulse or if they need to be shocked. Okay. So we maintain these uh, units, we put them in city buildings, mm -hmm. city pools, city parks, even police officers carry them. Mm -hmm. And this is a front line of defense to help someone if they're in cardiac arrest. Right. So that's important. And then they also uh, offer CPR to city employees and even city entities. So right. if you have questions, if mm -hmm. you need an AD, if you want to get trained in CPR in the city, uh, you can email PAD coordinator, PAD coordinator at miamigov.com. They'll be happy to set you up to teach you it's CPR. It's important to know, you know, for people to know that these resources are out there. Yes. And I wanted to ask you also about, because we were talking earlier, you, like I mentioned, you're on call 24-7. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't stop for you. But you also, to that, besides your family and obviously your personal life, you add to that continuing, you know, educating yourself. How right. important is that for you to continue to just learn and, you know, be on top of, of what you do? It's extremely important. Uh, I have a lot of... I have a handful of mentors that have helped me tremendously. Uh, my good friend Kenya Fayat, she's helped me tremendously. She's constantly teaching me, but there's always trainings and conferences we go to. Right. And I make sure to pinpoint the ones that have PIO training because then you're not only with local PIOs, but you're with PIOs that are nationwide and you see what they're doing, what right. they're doing for the department, what they're bringing to benefit their department to make uh, their department better and to get the messaging out and communicate with the public because at the end of the day our job is to communicate with the public educate them have them ready and again be a trusted voice mm -hmm. where they could turn to so it's very important to continuously train what will you tell pete <clears throat> 18 year old pete when your you know your god daughter your god uh, father told you about you know let's join the the fire department what will you tell that pete back then um you know what? That's a good question, but I think that my 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 path took the right path because had I gotten hired at 18, I would have never met my wife probably. I would have been in a different place in a different time. But uh, I definitely say that the sky's the limit, mm -hmm. and to to follow your dreams and do what you want to do because uh, I'm truly blessed to be doing what I'm doing. I get to promote uh, our brothers and sisters in my in our department which is an amazing department to work for. We have so many um, so many entities in our department, so many divisions, and, and everyone plays a role. Right. Every single person, whether it's the front line or the support people in this department, we all play a role, and it's so important to continue serving the department, like it says on our trucks, with excellence through service. Mm -hmm. Pete, you mentioned that you have two boys at home. How yes. do you do it? Because I have one, mm -hmm. and it's like a ball of energy. I cannot imagine having two. It's, it, again, it goes back to my wife. She's right. the rock of the house. She helps out tremendously. And But the boys are boys. They're great. You yeah. know, um, I, love, old, I love boys. Yeah, they're, they're great. We never had the daughter. I always kind of wanted one, but God gave us what she, he gave us, mm -hmm. and he gave us two boys, and they're both healthy which is the most important part um Have they mentioned oh i want to be like you dad i want to be a fireman or no piano? my older one wants to be a major league baseball player okay you know? <laughs> okay so uh you know how that is but my little one still still wants to um to 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 depend sometimes he tells me he wants to be swat i mean <laughs> it all depends on 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 what he's watching at the time so but but i'm truly blessed by them they're healthy they're athletes they do well in school so they make it easy for me to be honest with you i'm sure what is the most rewarding part of your job 
The most rewarding part of my job would be, I think it's it's a two part. Um, being the trusted voice that the citizens and the community turn to. Mm -hmm. So I can be entrusted in, in, in making them feel safe and comfortable and know that we have their back no matter what. And um, the second part would be, again, being able to be the person who speaks about our department because it's not about me, it's about our department. It's about this patch, it's always been about this patch. And, uh, that's the thing that I put out in front every time is the City of Miami Fire Department and what we strive for and the pride that we have in the tradition that we have for years in this department. What's the message that you would like to send to the community? Um, thank you for always listening and mm -hmm. thank you for trusting us to serve you and allowing us to serve you because you allow us to serve you mm -hmm. and it's a great pleasure. Uh, we work with the city, with you guys, with all the... Um, all the important entities in the city, it's a its a team effort. It's a team effort and uh, it's great to work in the 305. It really it is. is. Yeah. Isn't it the best city in the world? Amazing, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Pete, for being with us today. Anything else that you would want to share, please? Um, Oh, we also, the last thing I didn't get to mention mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, was our, our community outreach program. Another right. one that we have is um, our fire and life safety ladies, okay. uh, Gianna Greco, Maria Rosen. They do such an amazing job. And they also have probably the most famous employee under them, Sparky the dog. Of course. Uh, he's the poster dog for, uh, for fire safety. And they do such a great job engaging with the community as well. They go out to residences, buildings, uh, career days at school mm -hmm. where they teach kids about fire safety. Oh, they go out to the elderly during hurricane season, our most vulnerable community, wow. and they explain to them about how to be prepared, what to do if you're in evacuation zone. So they do a tremendous job as well. So I, did, I wanted to mention them before we wrapped up. That's a great initiative. Thank you so much once again for being Thank with you guys us. For having I know us you so are much. so Thank busy, you. so it means a lot. You know, on behalf of all of us here at thank the you. Department of Communications, thanks so much. It's our pleasure. Thank and you very much. Thank you all for watching and listening our Power 305 podcast. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time.